Welcome to All Things Sleep and Parenting. I'm Pam. And I'm Elisa, and we are the founders of Restful Parenting. Join us to chat all things sleep, parenting, development, and everything in between. Be sure to hit subscribe and share with your friends and family. Hello, and welcome back to another episode. Today, um, I'm here with Pam. Hi. And Elisa. Yes, hello. And today, we're going to talk about weaning. So basically what weaning is, if you don't know, is you're stopping um, all breastfeeding or all bottle feeding. So you've already stopped um, feeding throughout the night and you have a couple of daytime feeds still lingering around and you're ready to break free. Or sometimes a lot of daytime (laughs) feeds or bottles Mm -hmm. that um, you want to just eliminate and be done with. So the first step in um, whether it's bottle or breast is getting an idea of kind of your day-to-day schedule of Mm -hmm. how often you're feeding them, when you're feeding them, are you seeing any patterns? Um, Once you kind of have an idea as to what your schedule looks like, and typically, right, when we're talking about weaning, it is easier between 12 and 18 months. Um, For bottles, yes, we find that it's a little easier between that... And developmentally, they don't need to drink from a bottle. Um, breastfeeding is a different um, yes. kind of animal to deal with there. But um, they they can drink from a cup or a, a sippy cup or a straw cup. Um, An breast, open cup. Breastfeeding has other things going on, you know, that emotional attachment and bonding. I bet you a lot of people are thinking, okay, where do we start? Like, what would be a good um, bottle or breastfeeding time to get rid of? First, you want to create that schedule surrounding when they have bottles. So Mm -hmm. for bottle feeding, usually they'll have one maybe when they wake up in the morning, Mm -hmm. one somewhere throughout the day, and then one at bedtime, let's say, right? Usually a couple during the day. Or two during the day. Yeah. Regardless, you're, you're setting up that schedule so that they know when they're getting the milk, you know when they're getting milk in their bottles, and then yes. it makes it a lot easier to then choose those ones that you want to eliminate first. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Some so, some families will choose to eliminate, you know, that second bottle first, and you just basically cut that bottle out and offer them milk in a cup. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Typically what I like to say is, like, with that morning snack. So if we have, like, two mm-hmm. bottles in during the day... Just offer your milk with morning snack. Offer the milk with the afternoon snack. And then that way they're they're getting their little bit of milk. It's with their snack. Right? Um, you want to kind of eliminate those two middle ones for those... Or those daytime ones first. The ones um, that aren't, like, really associated so much with, like, change of time. Like, this is when I wake up. Or this is when yes. I'm going to sleep. Yeah. yeah. So work on those daytime ones first. Because those ones are easy enough, too, to kind of... Um, replace, redirect, that kind of stuff. Then you can work on that morning one because then we get up. So from there, then you start working on that morning one. You're able to um, redirect a lot easier in the morning, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, I... Because there's other things to do. Yeah, you're yeah. having bedtime. Right? Like, you have breakfast. Sleep. I'm yeah. on my mail, mail. Yeah, Bye-bye. yeah exactly. Right? You're like, no more baba, go to sleep. Yes. <laughs> right? So morning is like you're just busy. Yeah, and then from there, you work on that bedtime one. So that one you can either um, reduce, 
little bit by little bit. You can move it earlier in your bedtime routine. You can just incorporate it into your dinner routine. You can offer them a sip um, of their milk from a cup or yep. like their sippy cup at the at bedtime and offer yep. them still offer them that milk but in a different source and then work on bringing it and out if of you the did routine. it in a different source there's a good chance that they are just gonna say no yeah. I don't want that and then they might just <laughs> refuse it altogether and that's okay because I find a lot of the fear surrounding weaning that last milk is that parents feel like their child needs that milk to be able to sleep well at night mm-hmm. to keep them at full. age yeah at age 12 months you know and up they don't need that milk to be able to sleep through the night they're having enough throughout the day they're having yes. enough solids so although you know it might be something that they miss because they're used to it it's not for nutritional purposes that they need it before mm-hmm. going to bed mm-hmm. so if you did it that way and they just flat out refuse to drink anything that's then okay. it's okay. Okay, yeah. Um, so eliminating the middle ones, middle ones, and then doing the morning, then the bedtime. That's one way. The other approach, um, you can take is just cutting them out cold turkey. So that you have it comes down to temperament as well, right? Yeah. You need to really understand your little and ones. your consistency. Yes. If you feel like doing it slower and cutting out one at a time is just going to be too overwhelming for you and you're going to give them back that bottle for the morning that you've cut out, you've worked so hard, and then if you feel like you're going to give it to them, then it's best for you to do cold turkey for you and your child. Yeah, so something you can do there is kind of like, you know, cutting the tips of the nipples and being like, oh, buddy, I don't know what happened. The dishwasher, they must have Uh, eaten them. It's broken. And just like really... Sit in the yeah. dramatic, be yeah. dramatic disappointment of how broken it is with them, and like really like being dramatic about it, right? Like overemphasizing and just oh, it's broken. I guess we should put it in the garbage, and you can like pass it to them and like open the door to the garbage. Ah, <laughs> uh, we put the broken things in the garbage. If they see that you're affected by it, that helps them too, right? Like, okay, I do have a reason to be sad about it, but but yeah. mommy's like, oh look, okay, so we're gonna go and do this now, and right, so yeah, they're they're seeing how you're handling it as well, and this is an emotional part. Like, our little ones can get attached to those bottles. So it is going to be emotional peace for them. So take that into consideration, making sure that we're allowing that op- that offload, that upset, because it's going to be there for sure. Mm-hmm. After 12 months of age, they don't need a lot of milk. 8 to 16 ounces is all they need in a 24-hour day. Um, Definitely not more than three cups, though. No. Yeah. Yeah, so, so be mindful of what you're offering. But... Um, if we're trying to get them used to another cup to drink out of, mm-hmm. we need to give them time to hang out with it, explore mm-hmm. it, mm-hmm. get to learn it, learn figure how it to out. Use it. Yeah, it's so you can start to offer it to them even before you're gonna Absolutely. start weaning. Just during meal and snack. Time. Yes, offer it to them. You if they don't water drink it, out of it, yeah, milk. give a little yeah. bit of water. The more they're exposed to it, the more comfortable they're going to become with that new mm-hmm. cup mm-hmm. that they have in front of them. So. It's always encouraged to just continue to give it to them. Let them explore it. Let them do things with it and and see that it is okay. Mm -hmm. 
And learning a new cup can be difficult, especially if we have, like, if we have a little one who is always kind of snuggled at, say, 14, 15 months and snuggled and the bottle's held for them and now they have to, like, sit up and drink their own, from their own cup, like, mm-hmm. that's going to take them a little bit longer than a little one who's been kind of sitting and chugging back their own bottle for the last mm-hmm. little bit, right? Mm-hmm. So. That is something we need to take into consideration. When we're offering them a new cup, it's going to take them a little bit of time to adjust. Try not to throw a new cup, a new cup, a new cup, a new cup. Let them have that time with it. Mm -hmm. And you can help them hand over hand. Show them. Let them help them learn how to use that new cup. Yeah. And practice with them. Yeah. Uh, And give that cup, like five-ish days before you switch to a new one. Don't be like, oh, we tried this cup today. Okay, let's try this one tomorrow. Oh, okay, that one didn't work either. Okay, let's try this one. Give it five days to learn how to do it before you're like, okay, well, maybe we should try a different kind of cup. And that's like, here it is with breakfast, and here it is with snack, and here it is with lunch, and here mm-hmm. it is with snack, and here it is at, at dinner walk. time again, right? Like, <laughs> when we're at here the park. is this cup that you are constantly yeah. kind of getting. Yeah. And um, using a cup, like different kinds of cups... Um, preferably one that doesn't have like a hard spout to it because that can impact speech. So like a straw kind of cup, the one that's just comes out through the two pieces. What are the, is that the three wow. cups? Yeah, 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 yeah. Those are, um, cups that are better for, um, the mouth muscles and don't, um, impact speech. Right. If they don't drink from that cup for a few weeks, <laughs> it's Okay. They, it really is. They really don't need that much milk. So you can replace whatever they might be lacking from when they were drinking all this milk in bottles. You can just give that to them in their food. So, yeah, and they probably will have a big increase in the amount of food they're eating because mm-hmm. they're not displacing all that space yeah. in their belly with the fluid. Yeah. So milk in cereal. cereal. Milk oatmeal. in oatmeal. Right? Yogurts or... that have calcium in them. Smoothies. Yeah. But you can get calcium in a lot of different things, right? Like like leafy greens, right? Lots of families don't even drink milk. Right. Yes. Right? So um, it may not be an issue for them, but um, it is okay that they don't drink the milk. Yeah. It's not like it was, you know, 10, 15, 20 years ago where we're like, you must have this much milk a day. Yeah. But if you are concerned, then you can give it to them in many different forms. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. don't worry about them Mm -hmm. not drinking it out of the cup. Mm Mm-hmm. So now let's talk about breastfeeding. So weaning from the breast during the yeah, day. It's a little harder this, to get rid of those. Yeah, there's no <laughs> time range for this one. This is um, up to the individual family for sure. Um, when we're talking about weaning from the breast, one of the very first things uh, we want to create that schedule as well. So start to kind of log or or pay attention to when you are nursing, but. If you are finding that you nurse your little one out of comfort a lot and they so are... they fell down and they hurt themselves and to help them feel better, we nurse them. Yeah, yeah. if they're sad, if they're tired, if they're angry, if they're upset, we um, bring them to the breast. If we are feeding our little ones numerous times during the day um, for that kind of stuff, that is absolutely okay. There's nothing wrong with that if that is what you are doing. But if we are talking about weaning then we want to start practicing how we're going to comfort them mm-hmm. without, without the, the breast. breast. Mm-hmm. It uh, There's many ways to offer comfort 
to our little ones and it is a habit that we fall into for sure. So it's just working on other ways that we can get them used to it and then ourselves as well. From there, then you can really start looking at that schedule. You have kind of those predictable, typically once my guys were, were like over that 12, 14-ish months, I was kind of going every three hours typically um, in between a feeding, sometimes a little bit more. It kind of depended, but that was kind of our schedule. It was easy enough. It was, you know, 6 a.m., 9 a.m., mm-hmm. 12, 3, 6, right? Like, and that was kind of, and then into bed. Mm-hmm. So it's going to kind of be the same thing as the uh, bottles. You're going to work on those during the day ones first. Yeah. Then you move into the morning. Then you move into bedtime. Mm-hmm. Now, with the bottles that are put away and in the cupboard or they're dirty, that's one thing. Or broken. Out of sight, out of mind. (laughs) Yes, garbage, out of sight, out of mind. Uh, The breastfeeding is a little bit harder. Because you're right there. Yeah. Right? And they know that they have access. In their face all the time. They're smelling it. (laughs) (laughs) I just did, like, they're knocking them in the head, but I don't know why I did that. (laughs) So when you're cutting out one of the breast feeding sessions during the day, you want to make sure that you are going to commit to it. Because if you are really serious about weaning and your little one, you know, just cries for a little bit or for a few minutes and then you end up nursing them after that, it's going to make that weaning process Mm -hmm. so much harder because they know that if they just, if they're upset enough, then you will offer that breast again. Mm -hmm. So one thing you can do if they're asking for it and that's the one that you're cutting out is try and redirect them. Right. Yes. Redirect them to another activity. So you tell them, there's no more milk right now. We'll have more milk later. And then redirect them to another activity that you know they usually love. Yeah. So if it's a bath, you can go and say, let's go for a bath. It's time for a bath. Or let's go outside. We're going to go play outside now. Yeah. Or, you know, playing with let's some paint. other toys. Let's do Play-Doh. Yeah. But you're letting them know that there's no milk right now. Yeah. They but can have milk again later. really going to happen is they're going to be like, man, yeah. I want Someti- milk. Yeah. Sometimes <laughs> they might be okay with that and they might just go to the other activity. Yeah. Other times they will continue to become upset and increasingly upset. So if that's the case, you don't want to distract them from that upset. You want to allow them to have that upset. As you heard in our emotional offloading and everything that we talk about, we really encourage our children to be allowed to have their feelings. So so chat, chat us through a little bit because um, we do talk a lot with our emotional stuff that we're not distracting them. So, but there's a difference between the distracting them and the redirecting them, yeah, right? Absolutely. So redirecting is just, you know, you've told them one time, we're not having milk right now. Let's, you know, let's do this instead. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of redirecting them to another activity in hopes that it'll kind of take their mind off of it a little bit. However, if they are upset about it afterwards, we no longer want to redirect their feelings, right? So we want to let them have those feelings and we want to sit and support them through that. So this goes for breast or bottle when you're weaning them it's really important to allow them to have their feelings. So what you would do is, you know, you'd sit there with them. They're going to be clawing at you. If you're breastfeeding, they're going to be clawing at you. They're (laughs) going to be trying to pull down your top. top. So maybe wear a 
a turtleneck or something <laughs> for that moment. And, like, a tank top underneath. Yeah. Like, yeah, having that, like, kind so of that like, It makes yeah. it a little harder for them to claw. Protection. At, you know, pull down your shirt. But then you just maintain. If you have committed to it, then... See it through. Oh, and buddy, let them have I that know upset. You are yeah. so upset. Yeah. I know there's you no You really milk. want milk right now. We're All going right. to have milk later. You oh, can offer in a cup. Yeah. Because yeah. they may be thirsty or yeah. want actual Absolutely. milk. Absolutely. Uh, they may they swat may it out of your it. hands, so <laughs> be prepared for that. And so then you just like, okay, you don't want this, and you you know move it off to the side, and you're just like, no, not right now. And you continue yeah. to just sit with them as mm-hmm. they're upset. You can put your hand on their shoulder if they need a hand on their shoulder. You can rub their back if that's mm-hmm. what they need. If they're yeah. coming up to you for hugs and cuddles, absolutely give them hugs and cuddles. It doesn't mean that they need to be removed from the situation because they're upset. You want to allow that to happen. You want to support them through Mm -hmm. it. Sit there with them. Validate their feelings. Mm -hmm. But try not to talk too much because you don't want to take their their attention away from the fact that they're offloading these emotions that they have and these frustrations. Super simple things like, I know, buddy, it's hard. Mm -hmm. This is hard. I'm right here listening to you. pausing. Don't yep. keep saying it over and yes. over like a yep. broken record player, player, but you are offering a little bit of that dialogue, right? Yeah. Oh, and understanding it is hard. Just like you would say to a friend who's going mm-hmm. through something hard. You wouldn't say it over and over and over because they'd be like, are you even listening to me? <laughs> you keep saying the same thing over <laughs> and over. But every once in a while, you're like, is this oh, thing on? Are you, honey, can you hear me? That is hard. That's hard. Mm-hmm. And it can bring some emotions for us as parents because whether it's mm. breast or bottle, mm-hmm. you're feeling guilty yeah. because your child is older, upset. Yeah, they're upset. With, What's the big deal if I just give them the bottle? It if may I have continue been, to breastfeed. Yeah, if they, it may have been a nice bonding moment for mm-hmm. you to have with them. So, mm-hmm. um, know that those feelings of guilt are very real and yes. very common. But you still want to make sure that you're coming at this with confidence. Absolutely. So if they're hearing you quiver in your voice mm-hmm. when when you're saying we're not going to have milk right now, there's no more milk right now. If they're hearing you or you know, if you're pulling down your shirt as you're yeah. saying that, or if you're yeah. reaching for a bottle as you're saying that, they are going to, oh, oh, she's saying, there a chance? She's Is there a saying chance? that there's no more milk, but there might be milk, mm-hmm. right? So they're going to keep trying to push for it. And so the key yeah. here is to be super, super consistent. Yeah, yes. and confident. Mm-hmm. So important. And once you eliminate that bottle or the breast... Don't offer it back again. A few days later. Oh when gosh, it's like especially really a few days later. Um, once you kind of, as you hit each hurdle and you get through those afternoon and and daytime feedings, and then you get your morning feeding. Well, he's really sick right now. He's not eating very much. I think I'll just give him a bottle today. I uh, you definitely because the next time you go and wean, it's going to be so much harder. Yeah. And and that inconsistent response is just going to cause so much more upset and so many more tears for your little one in the long run. Yeah. Um, one trick that you can use for uh, breastfeeding is you can put a Band-Aid on your nipple. And so it, when your little one goes to nurse, you can just sort of show them your breasts and say... Oh, mommy has a bobo. Mm-hmm. And then 
if you have a smart baby, they'll go and look for the other breast. <laughs> <laughs> so you might have to put a bandit on Bo. Yeah, yeah, I would and suggest say, both. And then say, oh, Bobo. And, they're, and usually they're pretty understanding and be like, oh, you have a Bobo, Mommy? Like, they kind of get it. If you have an older one, putting a timer on, I mean, not breast or bottle, but I do this for snacks at my house, especially oh, yeah. through the summer. <laughs> like, we are not having, we are not eating again until 3 o'clock. I will mm-hmm. put the timer on for None 3 o'clock. None of you o'clock. are hobbits. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we do not need to eat every 45 minutes all day long. Um, but having that timer, so for our older ones, if it's bottle or breast, you can kind of have that timer that your next bottle's at this time, and you can kind of work your through that. Your next snack. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, third morning snack. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, or you can have more milk at this time and yeah. setting yes. up that timer. One thing that you can do for bottles is um, you can make up a little, a little story. So um, you're gonna give your bottles to the garbage truck, and the garbage truck yep. is going to come and pick up your bottles, and then we're gonna see if the garbage truck might leave you something behind. Mm-hmm. So then. You know, you could put all the bottles in a bag and then the garbage truck comes and then try and give yourself a few minutes to go out there and put a special thing in place of the bottles Mm -hmm. outside on the lawn or something. And then take your little one out with you and let's see what happened. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, they find this special thing that the garbage trucks brought them in place of their bottles. So you can do that with many different situations. Yeah. Yeah. With both a breast and bottle feeding, if you are feeling guilty or you're feeling like you're going to be losing out on a special bond that you had with your little one, try and think of ways that you can replace that bonding. So um, anything with eye contact... Physical touch. Like sitting and laughter, snuggling. Playing yeah. on the floor with them for that 10 or 15 minutes. Yep. Um, reading books. Like there's yep. so many other things that we can do. Doing little, doing little plays. Making where, a puzzle. Yeah. Making muffins. Yep. Making, making iced tea. <laughs> and as they get older, there's going to be different ways that we're going to bond with them, right? So it's, it started with feeding and then it's going to be that one-on-one time. And then as they become older and older where we have to get more creative to get them to spend time with us right but mm-hmm. it 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 changes and it's a change for all of us but it it just changes the way we are spending that time to connect with them yeah mm-hmm. so finding something that's going to recreate that bond that you had with breastfeeding or when they were having a bottle, mm-hmm. and doing that with them yeah. a couple of times a day. Mm-hmm. Sometimes just lying down and cuddling in their bed. Yes. You know, that, mm-hmm. that can make you feel like they're super close with you again. Yeah. And then for parents, mm-hmm. we also have to work through our own emotions and feelings. <laughs> so if you're mm-hmm. feeling that guilt, if you're feeling mixed emotions, which you will feel, um, make sure that you have someone to talk to about it. Yes. You're venting your own feelings because if they're if you're just having your feelings pile up and you're not getting them out, that's when you're going to show that more to your child, right? Yeah. And they're going to read that as you're not confident about this mm-hmm. move that you're making, mm-hmm. and then they won't be able to feel confident about it. So making sure that you're offloading as well. And being mindful that uh, weaning from the breast can... Um, produce some postpartum absolutely yes there's usually a little dip in depression there yes so being mindful yeah so being mindful of that thanks for joining us on today's episode we so appreciate that you've taken that time to come and hang out with us and listen to what we have to say 
If you are struggling with sleep or parenting, please know that we have loads of free information on the website um, as well as on the YouTube channel. But if after you've read through everything and you've watched those videos, if you're still struggling, know that you're not alone and that we would love to help. So be sure to check out the website, www.restfulparenting.com. You'll find the link to book your free 15-minute call right there. And if you have any comments or anything you'd like to share with us, please leave them below in the comments. We'd love to hear from you. Thanks.